Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. Those couples are Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex. We also have Terry. My name is Jake. <laughs> this week, we're here to talk about Power of the Doctor, aired... Uh, what day was Sunday? The 23rd? aired a few days ago. <laughs> aired October 23rd, 2022, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by someone, didn't bother looking it up. Before we get started, we had a little bit of exciting Doctor Who news, and a little bit of upsetting Doctor Who news. Uh-oh. First, the cool thing, here in America, and in most countries outside of the UK, Doctor Who is leaving BBC America and will be airing on Disney Plus Woo! new episodes going forward. Now they got so now fat we can stacks. all watch it freely because we all have Disney Plus instead of you guys all using my YouTube TV account. We <laughs> to do not watch have recording. Disney Plus. We will continue using your stuff. Thank you. <laughs> well, you can use my Disney Plus. Oh. We just just for a change, use Cody and Sam's Disney Plus. We won't accidentally buy shit on Randy's Amazon account. <laughs> that that's my mom. <laughs> nice. Um, speaking of randomly buying shit on my Amazon account, um Britbox is probably going to be getting rid of Doctor Who pretty soon. We we use our Amazon account for Britbox, but uh the BBC has completely pulled its uh monetary obligation out of Britbox and it's Britbox is pretty much going to ITV, which is, you know, another British channel. And it seems like Oh yes, I knew that. Seems like the BBC <laughs> is going to be wanting like creating their own international streaming service. You know, they have an iPlayer for inside of the UK and they're I believe they're planning on doing some kind of international version of that which is a pay uh format. And that's kind of exciting for me because there's a lot of British things that I watch that I have to like get a VPN for so I can go watch like only connect or pointless like just daytime game shows that I like <laughs> but uh so hopefully um there's not too big of a gap between when classic Doctor Who leaves Britbox to when it's available to us in some way otherwise I'm gonna be buying a lot of DVDs for all of us oh no <laughs> uh-oh or, or you know, we could actually get together and watch them. Or we, uh, you know, have to just change paths a little bit. That's uh -oh. a possibility. Uh-oh. <laughs> we shall see what the future holds. Married to what? Um. Yeah, that's when we ch this when this changes to a Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> Bye. Perfect. <laughs> Mar <laughs> married to girls. Gross. <laughs> you. <laughs> No, it'd be Married to Stars Hollow. Come on. That's the name of the town they live in. I knew that. Had no idea. Anyway, it is now time for everybody's favorite podcast segment. Cody's 30-second plot synopsis. Artie Mark, gets that go. All right. The doctor lands 
somewhere. And then the master is like, guess what? Now you're me and I'm you, except for he does this rah-rah Rasputin thing, which is going to be the only thing I talk (laughs) about tonight. And now the master is the doctor and he hates him. And Dan is there for a moment. And then Yaz gets the doctor back into the doctor. But then... What happened? Time. We'll never know. Daleks, <laughs> Cybermen. You Cybermen. Know. But with like the the fans on there. I usually watch it the night before we pod, but I it's been a while. It's been a while. T- Timermen. 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 Because they All got right. Time Lord fans. Time for men. Yes. <laughs> That's Terry's Twitter handle. Oh, I should have been able to guess. <laughs> this was directed by Jamie Magda Stone. How would you have been able to guess? He's directed most of the big episodes. We watched this episode with Jake. He knew everything. He's like, they're going to say this. And he did. He did. He he secretly writes Doctor Who. <laughs> oh. He is Jamie, whatever, whatever. That's why he knew. Magda <laughs> Stone, yeah. Should have known. Sure. It was credited to this person <laughs> my name is jake aka jamie whatever whatever <laughs> hey jill yeah what you think of this one i liked it it made me feel real dumb because there was plenty of stuff i couldn't follow but thankfully in typical doctor who fashion they just tell you at some point so i appreciate yeah. that but it was super fun to have new episode. All the sort of, not spoilers, uh, like, we knew it was going to happen. But all the, like, fakes to get there were real exciting. Everything was really fun. I thought everyone did a great job. It was a very nice 100th anniversary special. Do you feel like us watching 60th. an episode? In the 100th? No, it's the the centenary. It's the 100th birthday of the bbc the 60th is next year sam oh i was wrong i'm dumb i was like (laughs) doctor who's not a hundred i mean it feels like it is when we watch the old ones jill do you feel like it helped that we watched a tegan episode and an ace episode did it help your enjoyment at all nope not at all because i don't know i didn't get to know those characters at all so when i was like i think i should know this character and then they finally said ace i was like Great. I now know so much more. Not at all. I watched this with Cody and Sam, and they literally had no recollection of us having done that, watching an A story and watching a (laughs) Tegan story, even though it had been the week before. I remembered Ace. Tegan was the week before that, so it was a little far out, okay? And it was was a weak Tegan episode, right? A Tegan week? (laughs) Uh, She ran, like, half the story. I mean, I liked the experience, you know, like... It's at least it wasn't completely blind. We're like, hey, we know these were characters previously. Otherwise, we really wouldn't have until we were on this podcast and you said they were previous companions. And we would have said, cool. Thanks, Jake. Move on. (laughs) So now there's a little more connection than that. So that was nice. A little bit. Alex, you're the only other person that I did not watch this episode with or was at least in the room for. What do you think? You know of. Ooh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this one. It was nice to see some uh, new Who again. Uh, I thought the... It's going to be a while before yeah, it happens again. It's going to be a while. It's been a while. Uh, 
it was confirmed this week. It will be November of 2023 before uh, we see the next episode. Oh, oh no. That's the worst. And uh, that's not even the next season. That's the 60th anniversary. And then yeah. God knows when there's a season. Have they met the the place called Netflix where they just pump it out just episodes on episodes? And they can also be like, you guys like that one? Cool, let's start again right now. Well, they're gonna Everyone be, get back here. They're going to be with Sony now, so maybe that'll happen. Who knows? Pump up the jams. Uh, Who knows? But anyway, I, I did enjoy the like the special effects were super cool in this one. Um, the I thought the writing was, was pretty good in spots like it it uh like the the one i'm thinking of right now is when they brought up um force your generation there was such a tone hit with like the music and then like the seriousness and mm-hmm. between jody and the master like the way that they acted it like it it just like put a lot of weight on that and it, it felt really good they it was in the trailer but when the doctor's being forced to regenerate and that her yelling yes like it's Maybe the most scared we ever hear Jody's Doctor B, and I really like that beat. Yeah, and you know, with the the really like red fiery regeneration effect, and that was all pretty cool. Yeah, and I like the callbacks and homage to previous Doctors. That was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's a centenary special, so it's supposed yeah. to be calling back to the history of the BBC and. For Chris Chibnall, that's the 80s. He's a big 80s Doctor Who fan. He got his 80s companions in there, got his 80s doctors in there, and uh, kind of felt like an 80s storyline with the Cyberman and the Master. Yeah, it, it was great. It had all of the it had all of the greatest hits. I I felt like it was just fan service on fan service, which I'm for. I like it. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm all for it in a special. Special yeah. should be, like, story should be kind of secondary. I know this one involves a regeneration also, so there does have to be some stuff in there. But it's a special fucking go nuts. And anyway, we'll get more into that later. Terry, I was in the room when you watched it, so I heard all the parts where you audibly gasped. There were at least three. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? I... Really enjoyed it. I thought the weaving of the Dalek and the Cybermen into with the Master was really fun to watch. Um, Visually, just all the shots uh, were greatly done. There was never a time I looked at something and it's just like, (laughs) yeah, like, wow, this shot is just, what was this cameraman doing? Why was this camera on? Like, everything looked great. Uh, Special effects awesome added everything to it as well um i thought the design of the cybermen and like the costumes that everyone had and just oh god and uh just oh the the force regeneration with the master was the best thing yeah just watching (laughs) it and just seeing how it all worked it was we're gonna get we're gonna do more detail with you on the costumes later especially the master's doctor costume but is it weird that I really like Tegan's outfit? Like Tegan's always been a bit of a trendsetter, but like the the, the commander like the jacket, untucked dress shirt with like the pirate coat. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? Or like band leader? Like what? I don't know what it was. Yeah, but I was super leader. into it. It matched her like anger and ferocity throughout too. Just like she was just 
pissed <laughs> like why can't i be in here yes i'm yeah. going in the tardis get out of my way <laughs> just like jesus deegan <laughs> um and of course uh the actors uh janet fielding and um the lady who plays ace fuck anyway sophie aldred thank you so much they've Duh. been doing <laughs> they've been doing big finish and playing these characters for almost 20 years now uh and so even though um janet fielding hasn't professionally acted on television in like 30 years they are still like connected to these characters and are able to kind of get there pretty quickly so i don't know if you know this but uh was there big finish work like leading up to kind of this like have they always been kind of under the cover with shield not shield uh <laughs> unit <laughs> under the cover no they're <laughs> <laughs> Most of their stories take place during their time when they were on the show. Uh, with the exception of Katie Manning, she's been doing stuff where she's older woman Katie Manning and has done episodes with Kate Stewart. Uh, but I, I haven't listened to every Big Finish. I, I haven't listened to a a 200th of Big Finish. <laughs> but I've been that, that's as far as I know. Okay. Maybe some here or there, but there, there's some stuff, especially books about Ace, like kind of running some foundations and being like the older woman Ace. But uh, I don't know much about that. Hey, Cody. Mister Jake. What'd you think of this one, man? I thought this episode was good. That being said, I thought the special effects were good. But some of the final results of the special effects just kind of took away from the ambiance <laughs> of the show. Are you talking about the anytime uh, Tegan or Ace were was free falling? Uh, uh, yep, that's pretty <laughs> much that it. Was, that was funny. <laughs> that's that's all of it. These women are in their sixties; like we yeah. can't just be throwing them around. Uh, I didn't look yep. twice at that. Eh. Yeah, it was fine. fine. Like it didn't change. I was my actually really nervous show. about the parachuting scene because in the trailer, Ace parachuting looked really bad, and then in the actual the actual show, it wasn't so bad. And that they just showed a brief glimpse of it, and then the overhead shot of her like going into the TARDIS, I thought was really nice. And so it it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Okay, good. But yeah, like them jumping on the train, um. <laughs> that whole sequence was trash. Yeah. <laughs> Everything around it's like pretty, but you know, well, that was good. And then like a lot of the fan service is lost on me, but I thought it was really cool to see the first doctor make a portrayal in the memory. David Bradley. David Bradley, who looks exactly Man. like yeah. <laughs> body <laughs> double. You know, it's insane. When when you just watch William Hartnell and then you watch David Bradley, you're like, holy shit, they look exactly the same. If you just look at pictures of them next to each other, they look nothing alike. Oh, <laughs> he, he yeah, just, no. He just gets the vibe of the guy. Yep, and the hair. Well, that's what that's, wigs are for. Yeah, yeah. And the wig. <laughs> <laughs> and the jacket and the always holding the jacket. The, you might notice in the first, at least his first season, Sasha Dewan was doing that all the time because he was uh he wanted to go watch a bunch of the old doctors to kind of steal some stuff from them to be like imitating them 
And I'm sure you like gave up after the first guy. And he's like, oh, I'll just hold my lapels a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty easy. I just, I love Sasha Dewan too. Yeah, it's, uh, he's particularly, I, I don't normally do my notes this way, but I wrote down every scene in order. And it's mostly just like awesome things Sasha Dewan did or said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, I, Sam. He's so good. Oh, sorry, Alex. Well, I was going to say, he, for me, he kind of carried this whole, Thing. like he was such a good thread throughout this whole story for me yeah he'd probably be my mvp if katie manning wasn't in this but i have a rule that if katie manning's in it she's the mvp she did say almost an entire line yeah <laughs> uh sam what'd you think it was great i love it i love the fun fanfare i love like just the rompiness of it like having multiple of the evils that we've seen before just made it lots of fun and now that we've been watching old doctor i'm glad you were there because you were like oh it's this doctor oh it's that doctor oh it's this one that was nice because <laughs> i was like they look familiar yeah me cody and sam watched it together in a hotel because we were traveling together and uh we we finagled the last day of our trip to just be hanging out in a hotel so we could watch doctor <laughs> Yeah, really enjoyed it. Great time. All right. Well, I kind of want to go through everything in order and just kind of talk about it, because there's some stuff particularly towards the end that I want to talk about separately. But Jake, what did you think of it? Oh, let's think. I was really nervous in the first half an hour, because it was kind of just like jumbled bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of exposition, a lot of kind of the same stuff we've been getting, a lot of the same pace and tone that I don't like about this current era. But then it really settled in and it did all the stuff and I liked it. And all the stuff I was worried about in the first like half hour or so uh, turned out not to be that big of a deal. And watching it a second time, it's really not that hard to follow. But when you're watching it the first time, you're just like, you're just so into it. You're barely paying attention to the actual plot at all. Yeah. So we already brought it up once. Train sequence. Utter trash. Looks like shit. Just a reason <laughs> to have a big scene with Dan in it. Because um, who's the actor that plays Dan? What's his name? Uh, Scouse Liverpoolian. Oh, That's I'm it. looking it up. John Bishop? Because That's John Bishop a, yeah. was not available when they shot the rest of this story. Aww. So they pretty much had to do something with him in it and then him be like, well, gotta go. Yeah, that was so, like, just anticlimactic. Like, hey guys, I'm done. It's like, okay. <laughs> I have to go begin my new life as a jobless, homeless loser. <laughs> <laughs> so my first notes were Tegan Cyberman, Master Cyberman, question mark, and then great opening. So I liked it. I liked it. Because you see the Cyberman... Why was it a little girl? It makes no fucking sense. Because, well, they, no, they explained it later. It was yeah. a little girl because it no, shows... I know that they explained it. I'm yeah. saying it's stupid. Oh, wait, who was <laughs> like the little we... girl again? It was a little girl to the perspective of the Doctor and TARDIS team because it projects whatever you will try to protect the most. A little girl? Yes. Yes. 
it's dumb. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we spent 60 years showing that our TARDIS team will really just protect any innocence, and any sci-fi fans have seen plenty of, like, sentient energy sources or sentient planets or sentient anything. Like, it, it's not crazy. And it also doesn't need to be sentient. Just be a crazy power source. I thought it was very close to the Doctor's memory uh, back yeah, in Timeless Child. Yeah, another thing that made it stupid because it <laughs> made it confusing. But it, it might it might be tied to that. It might come back. I think we they have no owed idea. that girl a favor. They were like, sure. they cast her, but then she got COVID. So they're like, oh, we got to cast someone else. We'll get you in somewhere later. <laughs> I think I think that's being a little critical. I enjoy, The parts of the opening I enjoyed was the, the Cybermen. Oh, geez. Hello? Okay. My computer screen's just turned off. Uh, okay. I enjoyed the Cybermen, um, and then, like, the reveal of them being Cyber Lords, and I totally forgot of that, forgot about that, and, and it, like, got me hype. Like, I was hype at that moment, and it was a great opening. And that truly is the whole reason for this scene, is to remind the audience about that. Bring bring the Cybermen back in, show the regeneration, because it's going to come back at the end that when they regenerate, we can use that energy. And it's been a minute. <laughs> like, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. But how, how are these random train guards like, oh, they're regenerating? Who the fuck is that I guy? How does he know this? I thought they were Time Lords for a second. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> they're just security yeah. guards. <laughs> You think there's just like lore of the Doctor that's been around for a long time on Earth? Well, it they were, they definitely weren't. Well, these guys weren't necessarily yeah, weren't human, human, but yeah, I don't think. Uh, the Master is Rasputin. Absolutely Dude, love it. That fit though. He looked creepy mm -hmm. as hell. The dancing it was all great. Don't get Cody started yet. It's he'll never so. stop. Now that we're talking about the dancing, the hip thrust and the disco ball yeah. or the disco lights, whoo, and the song choice that didn't make my, a lot of sense. My notes just say perfect. the master made a TikTok. <laughs> the ma he did make a TikTok. Holy mm -hmm. shit! So I was under the impression watching that scene, like I loved every minute of it, but I'm almost certain that they chose Siberia at that time to be Rasputin for the fucking joke. Like, that was, like, I feel like that was all, the whole reason they were in that even scene. That's all yeah. I got out of that as well. <laughs> like, they, they developed the first 20 minutes of the episode just for that song. But I love it. <laughs> it was great. What, what I particularly love about just him being Rasputin is that when they're looking at the paintings where he's, like, put his face in all, like, the, the scream and the girl with <laughs> yeah. the pearl earring and all that, that kate is like oh they've all been replaced by rasputin which means it's like culturally cultural knowledge that rasputin is him that he's he didn't just like take rasputin's place he is rasputin <laughs> in the history that we know and it's just that's who it's so i love that little like additional line that she says where it's just like oh they've all been replaced by rasputin where she could have just been like oh they've all been replaced by the master who i've seen pictures of because of my job yeah, that's pretty wild. He did look really good as the girl with the pearl earring, though. Pervert. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I didn't look it up. When did Rasputin die? Was that the same year that they were doing all this in? That'd be interesting. Well, don't dig too much into that because it doesn't make any sense. Because he stopped being Rasputin and didn't did die. He? Or did Rasputin die? He, he did die in 1916. Yes. Boom. 
Whoa. It's canon, boys. Rasputin died the same year as the Irish Revolution. Uh, that was <laughs> two point. That was nineteen eighteen. Fuck. The <laughs> Don't revolution. Know we were just in Ireland. No, they, they really love to talk about the, the revolution. Easter invasion was nineteen sixteen. Oh shit! Oh shit! Go back to Ireland, Jake. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Get your Blarney degree. Get your Blarney <laughs> degree. Cut that out. Cut it. God, you're right. It was 1916. I told um, you. I read a lot of, of, read a lot of so, placards. So much. <laughs> it was written on the men's room stall. The revolution was in 1916, lads. Said it. On, what? It was etched in. That's why I know. The, the other thing I really I wanted to point out about the Rasputin scenes, I, I love that Chibnall's brought back the master being able to hypnotize people Mm -hmm. like i know john sim like kind of used it a bit with the archangel network to like hypnotize everyone into voting for him but that was like over some kind of like you know emitting a signal onto the world but the fact that the master just like stares at that woman and is like this like yeah this is what's up and then we get the line from instead of the master saying it the other person saying it which is so good the you are the master and I will obey you. I just loved it. How how did he get his eyes to pop so much when he was playing Rasputin? Contacts? Like, do contacts make your digital eyes Digital effects pop? after the fact. Oh, also, do you yeah. think that was digitally put in? Uh, it's just a filter. Eyeliner. It was jarring and scary. <laughs> Good. But I... So... After this performance, I'm having trouble trying to decide who's the best, like, angry badmaster. Is it this guy or Sim still? Because Sim was was the guy that I would always uh, say, like, yeah, he's, like, the crazy master. But this Michelle master... fucking Gomez. She, but she, like, turns, you know? Like, she's a good master. <laughs> yeah, that's... I thought about John Sims today as well. Thinking Just which sim. one was John Sim. Like, if there was a story <laughs> where there were multiple masters, which I'm sure that's already been done, but if it was John Sim and fuck, I keep forgetting this guy's name. Sasha Dewan. Yes. If it was Sim and Dewan, like they would feed so hard off of each other and it would be awesome. It'd be so good. <laughs> Yeah, where's the master's come round where he goes into a dream because the doctor decided to be the master for a fun little romp? There's some there's some multi-master Big Finish stuff. Michelle oh. Gomez isn't, has not entered Big Finish yet. But how much multi-master fan fiction is there? <laughs> so loads. <much>. Oh dear. <laughs> Hot loads don't, of it. Don't use this term in this context, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on the topic of the master, I have to say, like, Jody's last episode, I want to love Jody the most out of everybody, but she falls so flat compared to Sasha Dewan. Oh, yeah. It's hard to act near him. Like, he's so fucking good. Yeah. And there was so many- also, she doesn't get, like, the big, flashy stuff like he does. It's true. And, like, she gets a lot of, like, classic doctor running around- like, seriously, just, like, running and pushing buttons. Not a lot of doing. But right. I was just a little disappointed with her 
I don't I don't know if it was writing or direction or I just thought she was she's just a little flat for her last performance. Except the Yaz scene, of course. Yeah. And and that's thing, like you you want a big spectacle. They're doing a ninety minute episode, it's the longest one we've ever had, I think. And you gotta have all this big stuff because it's this big centenary special, but it is Jody's last episode. So you kinda do want Jody to be the star, and she's not really the star in this. In fact, she's replaced by other doctors for a a chunk of it. Yeah. Because and you know, she's replaced by the master for a chunk of it. And that's like the coolest part. And but it so I totally see what you're saying. Like you do want Jody's last story to be kind of more emphasizing her and her strengths. And it kind of didn't. I felt like she had a good last 30 minutes, though, because like the story was wrapped up at an hour and then there was 30 minutes left of everything else. And I felt like she was strong at the end when it was more. Or I, less would, about I would her. say that that end was kind of for Yaz's benefit. Like she finally, after sticking with this dumb show for three years, got to do something. And <laughs> af- yeah. after everything's wrapped up, it's kind of like Yaz's moment to shine. Because it is her last story, too. True, yeah. There is a planet outside of Earth that is a Cyberman conversion planet. They go to it, and they see the Master's TARDIS, which I was kind of bummed by that we didn't get a new TARDIS design. It's just a redressing of the existing TARDIS. But, uh... It had that big, big, like, uh... Yeah, uh, that's just like a digital after effect. Just some CG are you nonsense. You talking about that cube thing that was in the middle? Yeah, the cube in the yeah. middle. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I just like new TARDIS designs and any any story that has multiple TARDISes, I I get excited. Yeah, it would be nice to have a truly unique TARDIS, but you know, I was disappointed that it was shaped like the police box. Like if it was if it was the Savannah house that we saw previously. Like mm-hmm. that would have been cool. This event isn't that in well, Africa. He was in Australia. I kind of uh, feel like he yeah, did whatever, it as a taunt house. or a joke yes. towards the doctor because, like, on the plate, all of the wording was just ha 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 ha. Yeah, she says the line. I feel like someone's trying to mock me. Yeah, when she goes in there. Um, but oh. it's also like it's a. The, she also says like it's a Mach seventy five TARDIS. Like it's a way better model, like more advanced and more powerful. Be cool to see that represented in like any way it, uh, with the interior, with the design of it, or anything. Yeah, other than just her word of mouth. But it was also stripped down. Like she said, like basically pour everything out to like fuel this planet. Well, it was it was connected to the planet. Yeah, like the co- yeah. I just uh just thought I missed a trick, even though, you know, you get the visual of landing and seeing the other police box there, and you're like, oh shit, what's going on here? And then you have to have Yaz ask, is it a future version of your TARDIS? Because that's what I, that's what the audience is thinking. The the one thing I hate about huh? this scene is that uh, they see like the the little girl floating, which is a cool visual, but then the doctor's just like. Oh, I know what that is. That's some myth I heard about one time. And I hate it when the doctor just knows what something is because they already know it. And it's just like, okay, well, here you go, Jody. Here's 45 seconds of absolute gobbledygook that you have to spit at the camera. <laughs> Sorry. Have, hope you're having a good last show. 
Um, something I have questions on, and I'm sorry if we've covered this before, but I'm dumb and I don't retain things that I care 50% about. Oh, jeez. Well, I want to care more. <laughs> I just can't. But I don't know if that's not your fault they're making a shitty show. <laughs> if I if I watch again, maybe I'll pick up more things, probably. Anyway, the forced regeneration, is that something that like is done before? Did we know it can be done? And if so, like yeah. uh by we the royal we, yes. By we the six of us here, no. You have not seen it. But you will. But it has been done. Yeah, that was an 80s thing, right? No, but we don't need to spoil things for the kids. Okay. I want to know more. (laughs) You will. Okay. (laughs) I thought that was kind of a neat thing. Well, in the way the the master says it, because it is something that hasn't been brought up in a really long time, and when it happened, it didn't seem so sinister... But then when the master brings it up, it's like, oh, yeah, shit, that was like a huge deal. And obviously we'll talk about it more in the future, but it was it was a really nice thing to bring back uh, for this special. I I think it worked really well in this context. And then the fact of needing a giant fucking planet beam to like do it, it, it was cool. It was spectacle. It was awesome. Yeah. Planet well, the doctor's B. like, you don't have the technology. And Master's like, hey, remember when I went to Gallifrey and burned it down? Like, I have all the technology. I took fucking everything. And also, he's ingested the Siberium, so, like, he's just, like, Super Master right now. Mm-hmm. He's also a seismologist. Well, yeah, I, I love the seismologist. We're, we're about to get there. But I just love how he's just lecturing to a bunch of no people. Uh... But anyway, we get to Unit HQ. We got a new some new digs for Kate and Co. She's recruiting uh, some past companions. She calls the doctor, says it's an emergency when it's not. <laughs> She's just lied. And uh, we get all that shit inside the Unit HQ with the Cybermen and all that and our old companions. What do y'all think of that shit? What was the emergency or perceived emergency? That there remember. were a bunch of seismologists missing and paintings missing. Oh, that's so right. like the doctor's literally in the middle of a master and Dalek sitch, and Kate calls and she's like, "I'm kind of busy right now. Can this wait?" And she's like, "Nope, it's life or death." <laughs> Kate is a liar. <laughs> liar, liar. Plans I mean, she for turned higher. out to be right, but not on purpose. That that's just writing to get your main character to progress the story. <laughs> so it's cool. The doctor is very clearly like uh you know, any anytime they meet an older companion, it's kinda like, Ugh <laughs> never called you, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was it this scene where we had the the Russian doll Cyberman, or was that later? Um, it's not this scene, but it's part of this. It's it all took place at Unit HQ. Yeah, that's the uh, they they go and get the master, throw him in jail. Doctor and the real companions leave, and then the old companions get got by a Russian doll Cyberman, and a shot is back. A, a shot, shot is back. I love plastic arm half a face. <laughs> 
But also, wasn't that like Dalek technology? They did it first. Yes, very, very reminiscent of the uh, Infinity Arch. Is that what it was called? Something Arch in the second season finale. But it was very cool. I It was one of those, oh shit, moments. It was cool. I like the... I like the little toy getting bigger. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I like the big, but I mean, this this story. Like we've, I've, or I've been talking over the last few years about how much I, I like Chris Chibnall's like Dalek trilogy, and I like he made the Daleks feel really strong again. It's been a while since they were like properly scary, and I think he did a really good job with the Daleks. I think he does a really good job with the Cybermen here, especially with yes. Ashad. And, like, Ashad gets, like, a Daredevil-esque hallway brawl where he just w- walks through a hallway and just fucking owns, like, a whole unit of dudes. Unit of unit dudes. And uh, he <laughs> just looks super badass. It's like uh, yeah. Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, like, just yeah. mowing dudes down. He just looked super scary. Yeah, that was scary. But would you say to make the Cybermen scary, you had to give them regeneration? No, I would say to make him scary, like showing half of a guy's face and like making him just look like a big jacked dude and having him well, just fucking murdering people. Yeah, that's so the other scary. Cybermen. The other <laughs> Cybermen didn't really look scary, but a shot did. I felt I felt they were super scary, just like like I said, from the opening, like them dying and then coming back through regeneration. That's so terrifying. And like, like I felt they were leagues stronger than the Daleks at that point, like. So strong. Well, I think what Chibnall's done well with both the Daleks and the Cybermen is that robots aren't scary Uh, because they're automatons. They always end up getting beat. But when you give one like a personality, Mm. it makes them scary. So we have a shot here. Uh, We had that. Yeah. Yeah. We had that one special um, where the Dalek like took over that woman and then made their own case and then like stood there and fought like a tank. Like, Give, making it one Dalek that we hear speak and he has a personality and a voice makes it scary. And the same with the Cyberman and Chibnall like, has been able to kind of lock into that and realize that that's how you do it. Whereas, as you're going to see one day when we get into like the 80s, the Cyberman and Daleks are literally just robots. You know, that is a good point because when they, when they brought in Davros, that's when shit popped off. Like, Daleks were proper scary because this one guy is insane. <laughs> but then because they have Davros, like there's the second Tom Baker Dalek story. They literally call the Daleks robots and they have a robot versus robot fight. Daleks aren't robots. They have living yeah. beings inside of them. <laughs> oh, we'll get there that, one day, everybody. Yeah. That Dalek execution in the volcano was wild. <laughs> I was kind of sad that with that volcano scene or just any time someone was in the volcano that like they weren't just sweating buckets from being around that immense heat. <laughs> right. It's just like yeah. doctor walking down her hair is just like completely fine. It's like, I, I don't feel like that would be true. <laughs> like yeah, at least in fires of Pompeii, Donna was pretty sweaty. I mean, Ten is still running around in a fucking suit and just looks great. But yeah, it, I think I that's a I'm, problem I'm with totally TV. Okay that- being left out because I don't really want to watch sweaty people running around. So <laughs> if they leave that one little thing out, that's totally fine. I suppose. 
That just sounds gross. The master uh force regen or forces the doctor to regenerate, becomes the doctor. And I absolutely love, like, of the many great sinister lines he has, when he gets in the TARDIS and calls for Yaz, he just goes, don't make me ask twice. And you're just like, I totally believe he would just kill her. Yeah, that was, I was scared of, like, what he was going to do. Like, it really seemed like a, like a, like a scary domestic situation. (laughs) But then at the same time, I was also like, ooh, we're finally getting the, the Yaz and Master yes. spinoff. Like, yes, they're teaming up. <laughs> yes, in Spyfall Part 1, when they're like shoulder to shoulder rolling dice together, you're just like, this is the team I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a scene when he's doing, or when he's in like the lecture hall, and they come to arrest him, before all the troops get there, he's talking to the doctor, and he just like, throws a line behind his shoulders like isn't that right yes and then just like keeps talking and i'm just like yes this is what i want i want her to pull a gun on the doctor (laughs) (laughs) zero to 100 we never got our yes breaking bad nope so i know there are a lot of really good one-liners in this but i didn't write any of them down so i'm googling naturally and how come google doesn't have a page for best lines of power of the doctor yet uh, cause you haven't written it yet. Uh, Why make life I? easy for me, Google. <laughs> do my things for me. Uh, I I do like uh. Well, I mean, we get Yaz, like uh, physically removing the master from the TARDIS, but because the master decided when telling her, hey, "Let's go on an adventure," to go to an existing war and have both planets destroy each other. <laughs> That's his idea of a fun adventure. And then Yaz pushes him and runs away and leaves him sitting there. And he plays the recorder. Which Cody and Sam accidentally watched the wrong episode recently. And they know what that's about. (laughs) Yeah, we did make a few comments as soon as he pulled that out. It was great to see. I'm glad we watched that episode. Yep. We wouldn't have known. I don't think I am. That we got the fan service off of that. (laughs) And we got we got the master's outfit, which is kind of like an amalgam. He keeps the coat, but he has like an amalgamation of a bunch of doctors' outfits, and it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, do we kind of wish that had been Jody's outfit? Do we even touch on Dan leaving? Slightly. Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah, he just he was in, and then he was out. <laughs> oh, that homeless loser that was just mooching <laughs> up. Yeah, I freaking love Dan, and I was so excited for a Carvinista to show back up. Oh, that would have been and so And do you good. think that happened? No, Dan Carvin just pieces to... out. The only reason to have Dan. Yeah. No, but Graham came back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Before great. I get to Graham, you know who did come back? Vinder. And I can only assume Ooh, yeah. that that was because uh, Dan could, couldn't be there. <laughs> John Bishop. Oh, yeah. Okay, we did talk about it. Sorry. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking he was there because, um, uh, shit, what's his nuts got canceled? Yeah, it's possible yeah. that that was like supposed to be Captain Jack yeah. in like a in an early draft. But uh, I was curious that... about Vinders. Like he had a lot of involvement for someone just waltzing in. Well, he had a lot of talking into his wrist to get exposition across as to why he was there. When could have just not had him there? Because he found his wife, right? Like I'm not. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Well, and his wife was pregnant. So when when so at this point in the show, when I saw Vinder, I was like, oh shit, the girl's Vinder's daughter. Oh yeah. Like I was so excited, and then it, it was that would have been awesome. <laughs> But he was searching for that sentient power source, and he went through this wormhole to get to it. Never, never explained why. It's just you know he's just a spaceman who yeah. just takes jobs. He's a freelancer. Yeah, and he, he really just there so that Yaz has a companion that can pull a gun on the master and shoot him. Which again, yeah, could have been Jack. Could have been fucking anyone. Could have been Carvanista. Yeah, that would have been sick. But he's a good actor, and we all like him. It could have just been fucking Graham. I don't know if Graham could have shot someone, though. I feel like Ryan could have. Why wasn't Ryan in this? Did he also Because not... he, was, he was in the faraway land of Patagonia. And trying to ride a bicycle there. Which is code for he was in... <laughs> That's good. <laughs> which is code for he was in the faraway land of America shooting a TV show. Oh, okay. America. Did they ever... Say how Graham got to the volcano. He's just adventuring. With who? We, and how? We had this With conversation Ryan. while watching the episode, too. The, him and Ryan are out investigating weird phenomena, and they're like, oh, all this volcano shit. I'm going to go here. You go to Patagonia. Ready? Break. Was that volcano? I must have missed something then. I thought that volcano was on like a different planet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how the hell? No, they say where it was, and, uh, you know, it was on Earth. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember where. Okay, I'll believe it. Otherwise, she wouldn't have saved Earth. She would have saved other planet. Yeah, we get the ace. How would you feel about being dropped under a volcano so you can stop the dogs from flooding the world with lava? Wicked. Pulling out the bat. You guys don't know shit about Ace yet, but it was exciting. <laughs> she beats the shit out of Daleks with the bat. It's great. Yeah, she that... did it here too. I like that they split up our classic companions and give them each a modern day companion. So we get Ace with Graham and we get Tegan with Kate. And Tegan and Kate take out the Cybermen. Ace and Graham take out the Daleks. They both get their moment with their their era's doctor. And I at least Janet Fielding on Twitter said that Peter Davison was there. They shot that scene together. It wasn't just like digitally put in, uh, which is awesome. Oh, that wasn't the case for the other one? I don't know. She didn't explicitly say it on Twitter like I saw Janet Fielding did. Gotcha. Yeah, I liked I liked how the effects like it was a hologram effect, but then there was the moment when, like, he hit his point on, like, what he's trying to tell the companion. Like, it, yeah. it phased in and it was actually that person. Like, it was that that felt cool. In in that moment, I was like, Sylvester McCoy could still play the doctor. He could do it right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. But when we were in the hotel watching it, Sam and Cody were just like gushing over Paul McGann. They're like, why isn't he the doctor right now? Cody's obsessed. Turns out all of Twitter is as well. <laughs> uh, you can't trust yeah. what those kids say on Twitter. I mean, it's only been fuck, 26 years since he was the doctor in his oh one. God. Since the Google failed me on quotes, I'm finding like Twitter posts that someone compiled like while watching it and 
there's an entire section on Paul McCann. Wasn't oh yeah. Uh, wasn't Paul McGann in the War Doctor episode too? Like, didn't we see him turn into the War Doctor? Yeah, it was a mini-sode. It wasn't in the like oh, an actual televised episode. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Couldn't have brought River back. <laughs> right? Yeah, what's she doing <laughs> these days? What'd you guys think of the uh the scene where Jody's like in uh whatever you would call it, like purgatory? <laughs> And there's a bunch of doctors, just Dave Bradley sitting there. I, I I physically heard these other people, their reaction. What was your guys'? Less impactful because I only know uh, Hartnell and Hartnell. And the other two who we watch episodes of this month. Well, right. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> have any relationship with that. We watched two episodes. I'm like, oh, cool. You know? I think it was obviously a cool idea. Like, yeah, absolutely, I mean, it's impressive. Is neat to do. Like, we're not gonna see something like that just willy nilly. I liked it. I feel like each of them got their own little like doctor personality out there in their little snippet. That was real neat. But like Cody said, like we don't have as much of a connection, but I still appreciated it. Didn't we see a special that did something like this where all the doctors use their individual tardi? Yeah, but that was all stock footage mm-hmm. of like from previous stories. Yeah, these are the, the actors actually coming back and playing. Yeah, and the roles. you know, coming coming up with a way for them to be their current day ages and it not being a problem. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't care that they were aged. Like we saw um Matt Smith doctor age, so like we know it happens, so it's not a like they don't stay young forever. They're not elves. <laughs> and then just the you know, the kinda a the AI that the doctor made and we watch her shock all the companions to be like, You're gonna need this and the fact that it it like gloms onto their brainwaves and gives them the image that they like most associate with the doctor is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Super cool. And then Yaz does a little little bit of rubbing on the old shoulder so we get Rose! Joe Martin. The fugitive doctor gets a scene which Oh yeah. I was very so well deserved and very in. very welcome. Going back to the purgatory if you want to say, I don't know where that would be at. Um, I did love that the doctor had reverse coat on at that point, just to show that she's not yeah, her normal that, self. That it busts out the old reverse coat. Yeah. Um, but I, I really liked how like the giant cliff side that they were at. It's like, oh yeah, like everyone who regenerates, like when you pass over this, then you're accepting your regeneration. Like it's, I like that milestone of like, yep, you jump over and then you're good. Like, that's that's all it is. But I was really confused by the power lines. Uh, that's how they get pa- electricity. Oh, OK, <laughs> cool. Because then I was like trying to count them. It's like, is it like a wire for every doctor? Like, I was confused. <laughs> I like that uh, McCoy gets the best line, which is just there's always one. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, so just so over that fucking guy. <laughs> It's like, why isn't he wearing a robe? It's like, ah, oh, the prick. <laughs> That's fine. 
Well, Doctor comes back, because Yaz saves the day, along with just the AI Doctor, which I think is another thing Chibdo likes. He did it in Flux, where he's just like, well, the Doctor's stuck in a thing, but we're just going to make more Doctors, so everyone just gets a Doctor to run alongside them and tell them how to do everything. I like the utilization of, of the Fugitive Doctor, though, like walking into the middle, just uh super confident and the then old hollow doctor trick yeah it's uh, the old hollow do- oh it was so good but then they go back to the cyber planet and the master gets one last shot off doctor gets hit yep yaz just picks her up because yaz don't ever skip leg day <laughs> <laughs> she gets the doctor in- into the tardis flies everyone to croydon <laughs> and then um I imagine there's a scene in there where they just have furious, passionate sex. <laughs> and then ice cream. Because, you know. <laughs> Gotta cool down. I was a little bit disappointed with the writing on, like, yes, picking her up, obviously off impulse and, like, adrenaline and whatever happens in that moment. And just saying she's fine. And having her kind of be fine. Like, Yaz knew she wasn't fine, right? Like, obviously well, something's going to happen, but still, like, she was. She wasn't fine. She regenerated. She died. But not yet. Like, she, and like, her, she doesn't even have her glowy hand yet at that point. Like, I don't know. I thought, yeah, there I was, thought that was like, kind of dumb writing. Like, no you, tension behind I, her in that reaction. Yeah. We learned from having said it takes ages for Time Lords to die. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Chibnall missed some emotion that definitely should have been there don't get me wrong there's plenty of emotion but like just that scene where she oh, picks her up and says she's plenty fine of emotion but it's completely generated by the actor mandip gill who's remains the best actor on the show and you know it's been admitted by by her and by production that like the whole yaz and the doctor relationship thing was solely performed by her because she just thought she should do that. It's not in the script at all. They ended up putting it in later because the fans caught on to what she was doing. And it just feels like she's doing so much heavy lifting so so much of the time with, you know, the writing giving her virtually nothing. And this, yeah, this should be this big thing. I mean, there's, look at all of RTD's companions when they left. It was like the either a triumphant return to normalcy or like the worst thing that could ever happen. And this is just like, uh, well, you know, I guess uh, guess this is it. There's no real reason for me to leave, but uh, I guess you want to regenerate by yourself, so I'm just going to go home and, uh, you know, peace. I, I loved <laughs> the ice cream scene, don't get me wrong. Like, I loved the, like, Yaz, like, obviously emotional scene, but, like, without doing it, like, without full emotion, you know, like, just tearing up. Like, those are always pretty, like, heartfelt but mm-hmm. it should have gone further. Like, from everything these two have been through, like, it's cute that it ended with ice cream sitting on the TARDIS doing one last trip, whatever. Yeah. But there was just something missing, and yeah. I, I was disappointed in that. I liked it. Like, I liked how she went out, but it just could have been better. I agree. This is... She's been the companion the whole time. She's been there since episode one. This has been the story of the both of them. But there was no... There's no real arc for Yaz other than maybe realizing she's queer and there's no 
there's no like ending for her other than oh i have to go fucking live with these fucking old losers graham and dan for the rest of my fucking life because they'll never <laughs> leave me alone we want more I was disappointed and then like when she's in the aa meeting and just saying, like, oh, yeah, she's going to be great. She's going to be fine. Yeah, give, like, give us a scene of Yaz, like, running her own division of unit. Like, there's no... Yeah. Martha got it. Yeah. Give me a scene of Yaz being the master's companion. <laughs> Legit yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, little little Yaz masters running around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're just married. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, there should, like... She deserved some kind of ending, and she didn't get one. Other than, oh, I I need to regenerate by myself for no reason, so you should leave. Plenty of companions have spanned doctors, so just saying, oh, I need to do this alone, really isn't a good enough reason. What she should say is, well, there's a new showrunner coming, so hit hit the bricks. <laughs> Even the, like, you know what's coming now, so peace out. Ah, oh, it's so Man. it's just so disrespectful to everything she's been. Should we should we try and bring back uh, a a podcast original where we rewrite how we would like it seen? <laughs> I mean, no. okay, in this in, in this Twitter Google I just looked at, like all it would take is if they kiss. Like I know that we're against uh, like the doctor never the companion. No, I know, would... but like that's all it would have taken. Here. And how, about, it, how about this? It would have been so much better. If if even just like the doctor came close to saying like, I love you, just straight up, just say that. But then she no, would she have did to, the old I love hanging out with you. Yeah. Or hanging out with you <laughs> and Graham and Ryan. It's like, wow, you are friend zoning her. So and that hard. Homeless guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it also <laughs> took away the emotion of the doctor regenerating. How about this? The doctor says I should do this alone. Or no, sorry. Uh, Yaz says, uh, let's never say goodbye. And then uh, the doctor, instead of saying, uh, we should, I need to do this alone, says, can you please stay with me for a little while? And then regenerates with Yaz. That would have been sick. That would have been good. Yeah, but it's not possible because Yaz Why? isn't going to be on the show anymore. Yeah, they need they need yeah. a way to get rid of that Yaz. That doesn't mean she has to stay in the TARDIS. Like she gets through this moment and then leaves. <laughs> what if Yaz gets blown up by the regeneration energy? Ooh. David Tennant's just who the fuck are you and kicks her out. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and she's like, for, well, I guess the doctor does forget for a moment. But can yeah. she? Also be like gross and leave. <laughs> Fucking old man. You got two dicks now? I'm not into that. I'm out. Oh my god. This he just pulled a joke out from super old school. Season two. Alright, let's talk briefly about the AA meeting scene. Graham brings some companions together. We get you know, so you get Mel, who you guys have never seen. She's um, a sixth and seventh Doctor companion. We get Joe Grant, my favorite companion of all time. She's, and she's we great. get Ian. Ian! Ian! Everyone's excited about Ian. And he got a I, line, and it was so nice. He was so good. Ian the Ancient. I audibly said, holy shit. Because, like, I, I was not expecting that. And I was, that scene was so cool. I was going to say you can only audibly say things, but I guess there's sign language. <laughs> well, I mean, I could have thought it. Well, then <laughs> you're not saying s- it. That's why I said. I, like, audibly, <laughs> out loud said, holy shit. I know. 
Anyone else? Other people? I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) The classic. I mean, there's not a lot of heft to it. It just happened, you know? It was fun. Like, again, if the scene before would have been, like, as emotional as it probably should have been, this would be a nice little uplifting thing. But obviously Chibnall doesn't understand emotion, so he's like, ooh, this is heavy. Let's lift it up, but it wasn't. Yeah. So and in it's the scene, fine. we didn't need it. Yeah, but it's in that cute. scene when Kate's like, "Oh, I might recruit some of you." Like that should have been like her and Yaz being like, "Oh, we work together now." Like I'm the <laughs> I'm the science advisor, and Yaz is the fucking muscle. She she yeah. runs our ass kicking division. We did. We do often talk about like how much the companions just get shit on. So I do love the idea that they just like have a support group for each other. <laughs> That's yeah. fun. But that's that's the doctor getting too big, though, because eventually that crew is going to get infiltrated. Who wasn't there that you wish was there? All of them. <laughs> Come on. Ryan. Donna. No. <laughs> well, Donna's in the very next episode, so we don't need to see Donna right now. Oh, I didn't know that. I suppose we I can't say Donna Wilf, needs a support then. group, though. I think Rose would have been Rose. Or was Rose's yeah, family. For Rose. Rose, is, Rose is on an alternate Earth. In a different universe. What about her mom? Her mom is with her. Oh. Oh. Wait, really? Oh. Yeah, that that is the one I was hoping was there. Like, if oh, Camille Kaduri had showed up, that would have been awesome. Mickey, Mickey's dead? Mickey's canceled. Okay. But he's but the character is also running around... With Martha. Uh, with Martha doing unit shit, Could, right? Would have been cool to see Martha... She quit her show, New Amsterdam, so she's done with American TV. She made her gajillion dollars. By being on a, a network 22 hour a year uh, drama. How about the ponds with River? Full circle. That I take in cool. any of the three. Yeah. Well, the, ponds, three. the ponds died in the 60s. Oh, that's right. True. Yeah, and, and River's just not on Earth, so. Yeah, she's uploaded to a computer. Well, I mean, she's a time traveler. She can show up anywhere. Right. I guess Susan, I, then. Susan the would one. be my kind of number one after Martha. It would have been really nice to see Caroline oh, yeah. Ford there. I'm, I would guess she was asked and maybe just uh, wasn't up to it or had scheduling issues. Or maybe because she's also a Time Lord, they're just like really reluctant to put her into something like that. They had Ian. Why not Barbara? Well, Barbara, the actress, died in the 80s. Yeah, you can get someone to look like her. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good group, honestly. It spanned yeah. a lot of yeah. eras. That sailor boy could have come back. Oh, he also died in the 80s. Ah, dang it. <laughs> but Polly's alive. Dead. Oh, Polly? Yeah. That's how old this show is. No one's left. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing. Doctor regenerates. Wait, did something else happen? Well, he kind of said it, but kidding. then we didn't talk I, about I'm it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, Terry. we knew it was coming, but we weren't sure how they were going to do it. Jody regenerates into David Tennant, clothes and all. Even <laughs> yeah, though that I he's wearing like. a different, never happened. he's wearing a different costume. He's wearing he has a vest underneath his jacket instead of like a suit jacket underneath his coat. Which is weird, but I was I was fully on board for just what 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 I thought that's for sure what they're gonna do. Yeah, they did the oh I recognize these teeth, which that's cool, but 
if they if they didn't do what 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 i was gonna throw the tv out the window <laughs> <laughs> out the the hotel window <laughs> yeah we were on the fifth floor it would have killed somebody <laughs> <laughs> um so are we to think then in like a year's time the next uh episode is gonna be going through all of the new who doctors with like regeneration shots we do we do not think that we know that uh no they've we shot these already hope that they're they've shot there's there's still some uh conflicting reports out there if it's two or three episodes with david Tennant, donna wilf donna's new daughter rose um and neil patrick harris playing who everyone is assuming is a celestial toy maker a story we didn't get to watch because it doesn't exist it's a first doctor story Celestial Toy Maker is basically just like an evil fucker arounderer. Arounderer. Kind of like Q <laughs> from Star Trek. And so it's expected that this weird regeneration mix up is something to do with the Celestial Toy Maker purposely fucking with the Doctor. And that at the end, there was a short little 20 second trailer for next year's story. And we do see Shooty Gatwa in it, but as kind of just like a dude. And he's just like, what the hell's going on? I think that's exactly what his line is. Um, so it'll be some kind of fun runaround adventure where, you know, Celestial Toymaker's fucking with the Doctor. And at the end of it, he will regenerate into Shooty Gatwa, our next Doctor. Okay. I just really Hello. wanted to see Capaldi again. RTD did release a statement saying that Shudi Gatwa is going to be the 15th Doctor. He didn't say David Tennant's going to be the 14th. He just said Shudi Gatwa is the 15th, which leads leaves a space in between Jodie Whittaker and Shudi Gatwa. I was curious how that, that counting is going to be counted. Ah, we threw all that out the window like we had the war doctor we got the the handy doctor we got the ruth doctor like you know handy doctor. <laughs> there's the, the numbers went out the window so long ago which you know this one thing i did want to bring up is uh all that timeless child stuff the answers are in that fob watch and the doctor dropped into the tardis and we thought maybe some of or part of this story would be a conclusion to that, and it wasn't. Shivers is just leaving it out there for someone in the future to deal with. <laughs> so the next set of stories isn't written or touched by Shivers, like it's all new regime from now on? It's all RTD and co. Hmm. Hmm. Kate got to go in the TARDIS. Oh, it is now time for everyone's favorite segment, Terry <laughs> mentions things that he forgot to say through the rest of the episode. I thought it was really yeah. good, and I love. I was going to say <laughs> segment. She. Well, we could we could transition into his uh, fashion here and fashion now watch. segment. He started it like immediately. We talked so much about clothes in the first twenty minutes. I mean, everyone else did. I zoned out. Terry, give <laughs> like, us your clothes. We're still talking about clothes. Oh, all right. Um. I'm just going to start with uh, the master. Like, he just looked phenomenal in 
everything he wore. Nail it. Inevitable. Take two. But like when he when he took over Jody's body, like he looked fucking hot. Like with the short hair that's, and even the that's earring. literally in my notes. That <laughs> like, why am I attracted to Sasha Dewan in Jody Whitaker's clothes? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he could pull that look so well. New kink um, unlocked. <laughs> and then just uh, when he redressed himself it was like he was just he found the doctor's closet and was just like fuck yeah i'm just gonna be everything that i want in here and was just i, I don't think it's like that i think that's literally what happened oh probably yeah <laughs> uh because he also wore garments of all of the uh guest doctors in this episode too right at least for uh, yeah like the scarf, the celery, the vest. I don't I don't I, know what he had of Colin Baker's. I don't know that he had anything. He had a scarf. Yeah, he had the that scarf. That was Tom Baker's. Oh, not Tom Colin Baker's. Baker's. Oh, not Colin There's Baker. two Bakers, you dumb fucks. Did he have <laughs> Get was baked. Colin Baker's the No, that was Peter Davison with celery. I don't know. Colin was Baker's it the, the Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat doctor. Oh. No, Colin Baker had the celery. Nope, that's Peter Davison. Motherfucker. Okay, anyway. <laughs> he had an, a wonderful assortment. He made it look good there, too. Um, God, and then just the the Time Lord Cybermen. Oh, those look so good. I loved the Time fan headdresses. Yeah, we call around here. Sorry, the Tybermen looked very well good. Except for, like, when the Russian very doll thing well opened good. up. And then they were just plain boring Cybermen. It's like, what the fuck? Why not just well, you upgrade gotta have all soldiers. of them? Like, you can't, there's got to be like the Yeah, you the had elite. an entire planet of Time Lords. You can afford to use them all. Um, Sam, what are they called? Timbermen. What? Yeah, the upgraded form of them. Not just... <laughs> anyway. Um, <sighs> anyway. Uh... Yeah, and then just the robes that the old doctors wore look great. Uh, Does anyone else hate Yaz's clothes? Just always. Yeah. Didn't like, notice. They're not flattering. Except for when look... she was in a casino. She looked real good there. Right. That was her best outfit. You nailed it in one, Terry. That was her best yeah. outfit. Uh-huh. But like the coat with the jeans and the belt and the shirt, like it just never looked good on her. I don't know who decided that. She probably had a great top underneath, but she just kept her coat zipped up yeah, the whole time. Yeah, a great top, but no one ever saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, Ashad looked great again in his half a face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Terry's petering out. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, I was, just, I was just... Alex, who's your MVP? It's gotta be Sasha Dewan. He was fucking good. He was fucking good. He he elevated every scene he was in and the actors he was acting with. Like, they just, like... The only way I could describe it is, like, as a musician, when you're playing with someone who's really good, like, you get better. You know what I mean? Like, just it was... Just inspired to do more. Yeah. It, oh. When they changed from Moffat to Chibnall, I made the statement... If they bring back the master and it's not Michelle Gomez, I am fucking out. And he he got lucky. <laughs> he, he <picked. laughs> so when RTD comes back, 
if he doesn't pick Michelle Gomez or <laughs> Sasha Dewan to be the master. Yeah. It just gets oh, one uh, longer every time. <laughs> or the ghost of Roger Delgado. I want a story where it's the doctor against three masters. And it's it's Sim, uh, Sasha, and uh, Gomez. Those three? Oh, my well, God. Isn't that derivative? Like, we already did the two. Yeah, but they're all fucking good. I'll take it. I don't <laughs> care. Just do a master show. Uh, RTD wants to do like the Doctor Who universe, like a Marvel MCU kind of thing. You can't have a show that's just all bad guy, right? Oh, yeah, it never works. Suicide Squad, <laughs> the uh, Thunderbolts. <laughs> it's all driven by good intentions, though. Well, yeah, you get some, you get them in some trouble. They got to do some good to get out of it. And then they banter. I would like to see the show Master Who. <laughs> Jill, who's your MVP? I have to pick two because they're very different characters oh, and both no. fantastic. I have to. Terry, she picks two. You don't get to go at all. What? Okay. <laughs> he already did his portion. If he didn't include it, it's on him. Um, <laughs> Sasha Dewan and Mandip Gill. They're both phenomenal in completely different ways. Yeah. I can't choose one. Sasha Dewan gets incredible stuff to do and crushes it. Mandip Gill gets absolutely nothing to do and elevates it to a watchable program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Terry. Sasha Dewan. Cody. Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> Preemptive. Preemptively. Uh, it's 13 months away. I think Ed, Eddie passed. We, we'll, we'll have all the time in the world to give him back later. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> Sasha Dewan. Close second. <laughs> Sam. Sasha. No no love for Chibnall for his final story. Sorry, Chibnall. You have three I more mean, seasons. The There's reason so he much doesn't... good in this story, so if I have to pick one, it's going to be Sasha. But yeah, the writing, I feel like the Doctor did pretty good in this too. The reason Chibnall doesn't get it from me is because the reason Jody doesn't get it from me. Like like we talked about, it's Jody's last story. She yeah. should have had more. She should have been better. He wrote a fun, and therefore, a fun Robbie special, not what you want out of like the end of an era. Unless that era is Sasha Dewan's era, which I'm happy to call this. <laughs> but, of course, my MVP is Katie Manning. <laughs> Nailed it. And nobody was surprised. Well, said <laughs> You're listening to so. this at home, which, I mean, you are listening to it. Otherwise, how are you hearing it? I mean, they don't have to be at home. They can be in their no, car. Right. It could be Braille. We... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it literally can't be. We have We don't make that. Uh, this one's gonna come out uh, hopefully quite soon, and then we've got a couple of '80s episodes that we watch to prepare for this that are gonna come out after it because uh, I'm insanely busy at work, and we just took a ten day vacation in the middle of that. <laughs> and so we don't I'm have to watch Doctor Who for three months. You don't. Woo! Because besides those two episodes we have in the can, we have about four other episodes in the can. <laughs> we're going to finish our 60s journey through Doctor Who. Um, so we're going to be playing D&D most Wednesdays from now on. Yay! Oh. 
I gotta read. (laughs) (laughs) But, Alex, do the song. I'm still stuck on Braille. Like, (laughs) people that read Braille can still hear. Alex, I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) So, uh, now I have to edit this out. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Go. Song. This has been Married to Who, our episode on the power of the doctor. I'm half myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for the Arc of Infinity. And Terry. Terry was also here.